to make sure I uh, maneuver through this, this corporate ladder, but also uh, have time to do what I love to do on the side. You know what I'm saying? So just using using my little nine to five to fund my dreams and passions for the future, man. That's I feel you, man. Hey, man. After I got into the the corporate world, I don't know. It started, it started to feel. It was like it's like the smoke and mirrors was gone. I'm sitting there like, man, this, right. is, this is exactly not what I was what I was told. So. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I don't, I can't, I can't see myself working for somebody, you know. Like, no I can't sir. be the, I can't be that company, man. Like, I, I, I'm trying to, but I look left and right, and all I see is just, I'm like, everybody look like mm-hmm. they don't gave up. Mm-hmm. So, but, they, they, they're just corporate zombies now. Like, they just, they just, they just come in, clock in, and clock out. Like, they don't, they don't have any. Uh, how can I say like hunger anymore? Like, oh. They're not. They're not hungry for more. Dude, when I see look, when I sit next, I sit next to a black dude. Cause he's my, he's like my trainer or like my mentor for at work. And I'm sitting next to him, and I, you know, my first week, I've asked him these questions. I was like, "Yo, so what did you really want to do?" He was kind of like, you know, want to do like the the A and R thing, like Trey was doing. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, so what happened? He was like, you know, I got into the job telemarketing, and all of a sudden I started feeling my way out and. You know, I found out I was good at it, and so each job I've gotten has been like a little telemarketing style job, and I'm like, so you quit basically, you know? And that's right. that's what I'm saying in my head. You know, I don't want to be disrespectful, but he like, you know, I got kids now. I'm like, but you 40, dude, like, man, 40 yeah. to new 20, like you you can you can still get it, but hey, man, I understand once you get into that 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 consistent, I guess that same track, that same. You know, everyday life. You, you everyday comfortable, yeah. <laughs> man. I can't, I can't be like that, bro. And it, he asked me like, he's like, "What's wrong, man? What's wrong?" I'm like, dude, what's wrong is I don't like doing this. Like, I've been working here for four or five months, and this ain't nothing what I was trying to do. This is like, this is mm-hmm. it's in my field, but it's not my, right. it's not my my angle. You feel me? It's like it's here mm-hmm. for right now, but we don't have like, look, I just, I just got, I got hired on in August. And in, since then, mm-hmm. we've had seven or eight people quit or go to a different mm-hmm. job. Like, and I'm right. trying, you know, trying to figure out why. But a lot of it's money. Other thing is just I want to, you know, they want to, you know, do something different. Nobody wants to be making phone calls every day about shipping. Yeah, about shipping. Like, no, that's not interesting. You know, it's like right. that's not what I want to do. But, mm. but man, you 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 went from Miami to to here. But uh, hold on, let me go ahead and introduce you, bro. Let me introduce you. I got this mic rolling, so I'm gonna go ahead and let you. I'm gonna go ahead and introduce you, bro. All right, so all right, welcome to the On My Way podcast with your boy Pernell Bills, and I got another special guest with me today. He's probably the most confident dude I know. The most confident dude I know. I let look. So the first event at University of West Florida. I know I comment on University of West Florida a lot on these podcasts, but that's my experience so far. So first, the first event, I think it was like an open mic night. It was this light-skinned dude, and then it was Sharif. Right? It was like a buff light-skinned dude, and then Sharif was like a carbon copy, but he was dark-skinned. And I'm like, what? Uh-huh. And I'm, trying, I'm, like, I'm like, what the heck are these two dudes doing up here? And they, they, they style and flash, and I don't know who the heck that dude was, but because the other dude like disappeared, I don't know. He, I guess he graduated, mm. but it was you. And I'm like, who is this dude? Then all of a sudden, he's in presidents. Who the heck is this? This guy's everywhere. Like he even got the ladies too. Like, dang, Word. smooth. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, without further ado, like 
you know, introduce my dog, Sharif. What's up, Sharif? Let me get a year. Hey. <laughs> What's good with you, man? Yo, honestly, man, I just want to say thank you, man, for even, you know, letting me be on the show, man. Just to talk, just to, you know, help, the, just, just, just help anybody who, who's, who, who's listening to your audience, you know what I'm saying? So if I can if I can give anything to this podcast, to this conversation, uh, it's just me being myself, me me, me giving um, knowledge and uh, help to, to, like, anybody who needs it, man. Just, let's just have a you know, good conversation. Just him. I feel you, man. Hey, it's been it's a pleasure to have you on here, man. Cause look, I say this, bro. A lot of people don't understand. Like sometimes it's not what you say, but what just what you do. And then once you meet that person, right. it's you see what they say, and you're just like, man, it adds on to what they do, you know. And sometimes, you know, my mom always said, you never know who's watching. You feel me? You never know how you can get, you know, what type of impact you can give. And so, like with the never. people I've had on here, like with Brandon or. Reggie and you know just recently had Niger on here and now you it's like mm-hmm. all you know all, all all these guys that I've had on here you guys are like people I've like I've witnessed I've seen you know you may not know I've been watching but I'm watching and I'm I'm looking I'm taking <laughs> I'm I'm taking notes now you feel me and there's somebody else who's probably taking those same exact notes trying to figure mm-hmm. it out themselves you feel me and so I feel Word. like on my journey you guys have been pieces to the puzzle that you know, that's going to, that's helped me become better and will help me, you know, further in my future. And I know somebody's back, you know, back at UWF or in Jacksonville or in Pensacola or wherever everybody's at, California, like Niger is on YouTube and stuff. Somebody's right. trying to Doing get this. Exactly, man. Trying to get this information, bro. And the, the, I guess the great thing about it is that you and Niger, you know, you guys are from, from, from my area, my neck of the woods uh-huh. in Jacksonville. So that makes uh-huh. it, for me, uh-huh. Every time I see somebody I'm like that's from Jacksonville, I say Duval Excellence, and that's a, you know, it's a honest, you know, I'm honest about that because when I was, that's when it, we, man, Jeff Stewart Middles, you feel me? y'all okay, bro? I'm just saying, JD was, you know, we we on we down the street now, you know, we down the street. But I say the generation that came out with us was a little, I don't, you know, it seemed like it was coming, you know, on a rocky path. But mm-hmm. from the people I've met and the people I've talked to since then, and you see where they at now. They're all trying to build up, you know. Everybody's trying to build up. Nobody's on that little that that kid stuff. That kid that kid mentality. Everybody's like, "Look, I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get it." Nobody's trying to step in anybody else's way from getting. You know, everybody's trying to help them up. You know, so right. I like that crab in a bucket mentality. It's not what it was, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but um, how has school been? Like, oh, not school, but how has life been since school? So after graduating, honestly, man, I think that, and honestly, I think that what I'm, what, like what I'm going to say will probably be controversial because I think life is easy, honestly, man. I think that people just either make their lives hard or they have other people um, making life hard for them. Like, I, I think that once you figure out how to do life and have a plan for yourself, it's, it's, it's really easy to stick to that plan and move forward with uh, whatever you got going on. So, like, I know, like, for me, when I graduated, um, I, w- I wanted to go into banking. And so I knew, like, how to get in on the ground floor. I knew how to network. I knew how to, you know what I mean, um, just maneuver my way through the, 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 the corporate ladder, so to speak. Um, but other, you know, college graduates, like, like recent college graduates, like, they might not know what they actually want to do. What they what do they admit it to themselves, admit it to their families, their friends, their peers who were on the college campus? Um and they got degrees and X, Y, and Z, like they just might not truly know what they want to do. 
But uh, life after graduation for me hasn't been easy. Uh, like, of course, like there's been trials and tribulations, but for the most part, man, I've, I've honestly been enjoying it. Um, after graduation, so I, I started working at a bank, and like five, like five months later, I got uh, the opportunity to become a supervisor. Uh, for a bank, and I uh, moved down to South Florida, and it was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful, man. And, and uh, it wasn't, it honestly wasn't until I, I moved down to South Florida to see what real life really like, really was like. And, 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 and again, like, I can see how life can be made hard by other people. Like, it's not like you making life harder, like, life is difficult after college or whatever, or like, to, to find a job, but it is like, like, you will have those certain people who are in your field who don't want to see you succeed. And I like I think that's one of the, the biggest things I've learned since graduating and just like moving, moving up that corporate ladder. Like when you're a young, black, educated person, like male or female, not everybody wants to see you succeed. And they, especially not in, you know, big, you know, Fortune 500 companies or whatever. Like they don't want to see you move up and take their position. Like that is a fear to them. Like I was coming in, I was like 21, 22 years old. I got promoted like six months ahead of time. I had a degree on me, you know what I'm saying? So like You had you my, had the credentials. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like I had the credentials to, you know, not necessarily like out outperform like the managers or, or supervisors or like branch managers or whatever, but give it time and I would have like I would surpass them before I hit their age. Like I was working with people who um, who was managing me, they was like 30-something, 40-something, you know what I mean? And I was 22, 23 or whatever, and I already am like one like one notch below you in my 20s. Mm. So imagine where I'll be in my 30s, or, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I just feel like to them, like it was like a, a, a fear that I would come in and have all of this uh, success, and it took them maybe a little longer, uh, was like a little harder for them. Because I know like, you know, some people, they, they, they're, they're really stagnant. Um, and they stay in the same like the, the, the same exact position, the, the same exact position. Excuse me for years, and either they they want to move up, but they're, they're hesitant or scared or whatever. Or again, you have people who just don't want to see you succeed. Um, so I, I I just had to learn like who I could trust, who I could talk to, um, who really wants to see me win. And um, it's, 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 it's been good, man. And like now, I actually uh, I left that bank that I worked for in uh, South Florida, and um, I'm working at a credit union now, which is like completely different. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, making more money, uh, learning more, experiencing more, um, uh, doing you know personal banking things like that. I love it, man. Like and just like you were speaking on before, like you never know who you'll meet. Honest to God, man. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to cut you off and like that. But here's like a quick little testimony. Um, I come into work every day full suit. Only black men doing that in my branch at all. Full suit every day because again, you you never know who you'll meet. In the past 48 hours, I've had two people offer me jobs at like Fidelity. Um, and yeah yeah like like it was like an old um a old high school friend uh he worked for fidelity and he's been there for like a year and a half two years um and he seen me at my job the other day and he was like man like how much you making here i'm like i'm making like a nice little you know a nice little chunk of change you feel me i ain't i ain't, i'm not stressed about nothing you know and he was like well you know if you could do this you could do, you know, investments for uh, Fidelity or you could work for us. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I thought about it, um, but I came here for for, for, for this job uh, specifically, like, like with the experience, you know, but, like, let me take down your card center. He's like, yeah, man, like, we make, you know, 50, 60K off rip, yada, yada, yada. I was like, oh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what? 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like they're starting and like they'll pay for the licenses and the stuff. And I was like, yo, because you know, like, like, like one day in banking, like to to go far, you honestly don't need a degree to do banking. Like, you just need the experience. Literally, yeah, like you just need the experience and the certifications and licenses. I was like, yo. That's how it's a good deal, man. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, of course, I, you know what I'm saying, got his number. He was going to text him later just to get some more information about it. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but then the next day, like, another lady comes in, um, and she was, and she was telling me how, like, uh, like she went to school for, like, the, the, the same thing that, that we went to school for, business management, PR, everything. And, uh, how she, she started off, like, the mortgage department, became a, you know, processor, became an underwriter, and that's where all the money is. And she, you know what I'm saying? Like, gave me her card. So many contact her if I have any questions or something. She looked forward to me to, you know, hitting her up. And it was literally all based off of how, how I was dressed that day. Now, the first experience with, you know, somebody offered me a job with Fidelity, that was somebody who, like, who I knew. But the second person was, like, literally, like, she came in and she saw that I was the only person in the suit. Once talked to me, came, you know what I'm saying, like, came to my office or whatever. She got to rapping, and I was like, yo, like, this is why I, like, do what I do, man, because... We have we, we we literally have to have to try twice as hard, being black, being young. You feel me? So I come in every day, man, headstrong, and I'm just I, I'm not gonna be outworked by nobody. So what what made you want to get into the the banking industry? Because like most of us, like I'm be real, once we get to get to college and stuff like that, a lot of times we don't think about jumping into banking. You know, we don't think about that mm. that aspect because when we hear banking, we hear teller. Like a bank teller, right? Right. So what? What made? What? Right. Out of all things, like coming up, like what made you? I want to jump in into the banking industry. Um, honestly, man, uh, and I tell everybody this too. It was when I got my first bank account. Uh, I was sixteen. I got my first job at like AMC theaters in Orange Park, and I had to, I. So you the dude that let me in my ticket with my ticket, huh? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Doing the tickets, bro, behind the concession stand, cleaning the theaters. You know what I'm saying? I was doing it all, man. But um, uh, I got my first job when I was like 16 at the, at the, uh, the movie theaters. And my mom took me into like Bank of America, man, and uh, opened up my first account. You know what I mean? But I wasn't, I honestly wasn't taught a lot of uh, finance and like banking things like um, at home. You know what I mean? Like, of course, like, Parents have talks with you about how to save money from the third, but there wasn't really much teaching about how to, you know, uh, write a check, balance a, you know, budget, um, what are certain accounts that you should look for, how to, you know, build and establish credit. Like, of course, like, we had those talks, but it wasn't, like, drilled in my head or I wasn't really paying attention. So I got my first bank account when I was 16, and I honestly didn't know how to use it. And... Uh, Bank of America was, you know, charging me for everything, like left and right, like, you know, moving money from one account to the next, um, fees that I didn't know about, like, like monthly service fees or whatever. And I was like, bro, like, I feel so, like, ill-prepared for adulthood and life. And I, like, I just didn't like that feeling of being financially illiterate. So with that experience with Bank of America, I was like, bro, like, I never want to fight that again. And I know that people who are my age or people who have our, our you know, uh, skin color, like, we, we go to that, like, we are so late on teaching our, you know, younger generation about financial literacy and money management. Because they don't even um, teach us that in, in college, not even like that. They don't, they don't go that exactly. deep in depth with it. Like, there's a, 
My, my mom always asked me, she was like, how come you're not so great with managing your money? I'm like, I, I'm learning. Like, there's not like, she was like, you went to school for this. I'm like, no, I went to school to get a degree. And that degree right. doesn't tell you what they, like, there's a, people misconstrue college degrees for, oh, they give you every single thing that you should know about life. No, nah, they ain't give you right. nothing. They give you exactly what you came there for was a piece of paper mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. basic classes that you need for that paper. They're not going to give you, yep. they don't really give you too much insight on what they do, on how them professors yep. really make their money. You know what's crazy, bro? After I graduated and um, I got my first job in the bank, they I think like the, the first day of training, they asked us, they said, hey, um, did everybody go to school for business? They done accounting and finances on third. And so I like, you know what I'm saying? I, I said, I said, yeah, you know, I took um, a couple of um, accounting finance classes. Um, if you took any accounting classes, everything that you learn um, is backwards. Like everything that we do here at the bank is literally backwards from what they taught you in class in college. And I was like, what? Like literally like looked at the page and was like, you can just flip everything that you learn. You know what I mean? So first day I already knew, I was like, yeah, like we did not learn what we were supposed to learn in college, man. And like, it's crazy how like it took two decades for us to figure this stuff out. So imagine like how long it's going to take like the next generation. So if the generation before us, our parents or whatever, didn't, didn't teach us this when we were little and we didn't have this and still didn't growing up. Now we're already 20 years behind. Now we're already, you know what I'm saying? Like, like how far, how, what's the actual, how, how far behind are we, you know, compared to our, our competitors, you know, and the other races? Cause they, you know, they always say black people don't do this, black people don't do that. No, black people don't do stuff that we don't know. Right. <laughs> like we don't know what's the what the what's the outcome of it. We're not going to do it. We're going to do exactly what we've we've seen be done. You know, in the long term, I've seen my grandparents have you know a little bit more money, but I've never seen you know my dad has a little bit more money, but I've never seen mm. money managed properly instead of just Probably. being you know never seen it actually grow with. You know, as time goes on. So, so in the in in the banking industry, when it comes down to it, like, what should black people know when it comes to? Because you just said something about checking and how to let your to allow your checking account how it really works. Like, what do you what do you mean how it really works? Because that that peeped in my head. Like, what do you mean? I don't really work. I think I think I think that people like. When they come to open an account, I think that um, personal bankers, anybody who is opening an account for that person needs to do a better job at educating the customer or the member as to uh, what the guidelines for for these accounts are and detail, like what you can do, what you can't do, how to use it, this and a third. And I'm not saying like teaching like the loopholes or whatever because there's, there's, there's loopholes everything. But, you know, I've seen and I know like, what people do when they open accounts, disclosures like they like they don't really go through everything that you need to know. They give you a couple of pamphlets, tell you to you know refer back to this page and send a third. And I I think that we just need a better way of presenting like new accounts. We need a better way of educating people on what the importance of having the eligibility to have an account because there's people who like are not eligible to to have accounts at banks of credit unions as well. So, like, we need, we need to teach the importance of having an account and, and what it established with the bank or the credit union that you're with. Um, but I think that, like, most people don't understand that, like, when they put their money, like, inside of any bank. So if you, you know, open a bank at 
uh, open an account at Bank of America, Wells Fargo, whoever, you have to understand that, like, you're giving your physical money to be given back uh, figurative money. So, like, you, you, you worked hard for your $100 or whatever. So, like, you're, like, you're going to give your physical, collateral, tangible money to the bank. They're going to take it. They're going to invest it somewhere. And when you want to put all of it out, it's not going to be right away. Right, like it's it's not it's it's not the same give and take. Like it's like people don't understand that, you know what I mean? And so like I like I've been on the, the opposite end of like you know like customers or like members that come in and they're upset, they want to pull their money out or they want to make the large withdrawal or whatever, and we have to go through certain policies and procedures to, to even you know, get that make done. Sure that they are say you right, you know what I'm saying? So as 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 quick as you give it to them is not going to be as, as as quick as they give back to you because they probably haven't made a return on that yet you know what i mean I so i i think that's like that's like like one way to think about it but there's but bro there's, there's there's so many different ways to, to talk about it and think about it man but i just think that we just need to do a better job of understanding the importance of having an account anywhere whatever your bank or credit union um there's like online banks now but like banking is is, is forever changing and, and, and forever um, evolving with technology, you know what I mean? But uh, just understanding, like, what comes with your account. Like, does your account, um, like, does your account charge you monthly maintenance fees if you don't have a certain balance in there? Um, no, how can I say, like, know how much you should have in there, if it's free, free or open protection, um, what are the service fees, what are the NSF fees, just, just things like that. So, like, you're not uh, you're not blinded by your account in, uh, being in the negative or you're not blinded by money being taken out of your account. Because when you open the account, you sign a contract saying that you read in full detail and you agree and accept for the terms and conditions, but nobody reads that. Nobody. Nobody's going to read, uh, nobody's gonna read a, a, a 30-page pamphlet or disclosure that says, what you can and can't do, what the bank legally can do at any point in time, this kind of third. You feel me? So it's like I like I think that we need to understand that when we first go to open the account and then just having the account in general, like how how it establishes, you know, um, credit history and stuff like that and your relationship with the bank and why you can do certain things, why you can't. Because, like, these are all, like, everything that I know now is everything that I did when I was, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old and I didn't know how to manage money. I didn't know how to um, read disclosures and, and, and you know, um, accept the terms and conditions or whatever. Like, I, I didn't know that because I wasn't taught that. It wasn't instilled in us. So we just out here just thinking that, you know, like, we, we, we are deserve X, Y, and Z for having this account and putting your money here. But as soon as you sign that contract or that membership application and you deposit that money, you need to understand, like, what that means. That's just it, man. That's just as 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 really as I could be with it. So in this journey, right, when you mm-hmm. was it, so you so could you say you've learned more out of school than being in school when it came down to your bro, actual I, career field? Bro, look, bro, I've learned more on Twitter <laughs> than, than school, bro. Like it is crazy too. Like it's crazy how much you learn about real life. Um, like when you actually graduate and you get a job and like you're you're at work and you just you just talk to people, it's like you were saying like people like people really tell you like their life story and you realize like either how hard life has been or how easy life has been, um, you see like why people get so behind on bills and consolidating debt and and this this everything. But so like for me, 
I've learned so much from the two years that I've been out of school, bro. Like, I, 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 I literally felt like, and I'm not going to say, like, like, my degree was a waste of time. I just, I just, I just, I just think now if I had the chance, opportunity to do it all over, would I go and get a college degree or would I go and get a certification that says mm. I have the experience to do this? You know what I'm saying? Because my degree does not matter in the bank world, bro. It does not. You you sound like if there's you sound like no, you sound like Niger when he uh he just he gave me that same thing when he was like when I went out to California mm-hmm. like my degree means nothing out there nothing and well, it does not matter and it's it's crazy because I mean for me like I got my degree and got the job but did it, it help me in the door yeah but do I need a degree for it no I mean no anybody can dial up a call <laughs> right but um exactly man so. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, keep, continue, continue. Oh, no, I was just saying, like, bro, like, it's, it's, it's crazy how just the the corporate world would rather somebody who has the experience over somebody who has a degree. Because you, you can have a bachelor, you can have a master, you can have a doctorate, whatever. That doesn't mean that you have the hands-on experience to do what you're applying for. And then somebody who comes in with one year of experience, two, three, four, five, ten years of experience versus your ten years of education, it you will never get a job compared to them. It doesn't matter. You're trumped every time. You trump every single time. You know what I'm saying? Especially if like somebody if I if I go for an interview and yeah, I have a degree or whatever and I have a couple years of experience, but somebody else comes in with, you know, years of experience plus their uh certifications, licenses, series six, series seven, all of that kind of stuff, they get a job off rip. Off rip they're gonna get the job because you got the, you know, on the job training, on the job experience, and that's what, like, I think also wasn't taught when we were in high school and college or whatever. Like, they always tell you go to school, get your education, which is important. Getting education is important, but now I'm realizing that education is free, bro. The, the internet is free. There's wireless everywhere. You can Google anything. If you want you it, you got to go get it. And just like education, if you want it, you got to go get it. And it doesn't mean you got to go to go to a university or a community college to get it. All you need to do is want to go get information. And if you go right. online, which is very accessible to everybody, everybody got a phone now, mm-hmm. you can go in there and go to a public library even if you don't have a phone. And you can you can get right. down to it and learn what you want to learn. You know what I mean? It's, right. It just takes the time to go ahead and do it. But well, I've talked to you, you know, maybe a year or two ago when I asked, I was like, what was your end goal? And I don't know if it's still the same, that you want to own your own bank? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, hey, man, I, I can't. Hey, my, memory on, my memory on point, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy, bro? Uh, it, it, it's, it's crazy to hear that out loud from somebody else on how big that dream was. And not saying that I, I, I don't have like, the same dream and stuff like that. I think that along the lines of, how long I've been working and something and like just like you said, like I, I, I can't be somebody who's just working nine to five. I can't be somebody who just clocks in for somebody else for the rest of my life. Like that's crazy to think about. Like I just can't do that. You know what I mean? And and also, uh, when I was a supervisor as well, I learned that it takes a lot of energy and time and effort to put into other people when you're in management or you're a supervisor, like I literally would be drained at the end of the day. Like, I had, like, seven people under me, uh, whether they were full-time, part-time, whatever. And it just, it took a toll on me, dude. I was like, bro, like, I'm, I'm, I'm literally giving y'all, like, 
everything from me, like my energy, my, my confidence, my knowledge, just my, my, my happiness. But I was like, dude, like, I, I, I got I to gotta remember that, like, if I'm pouring into other people, like, there, there has to be somebody or something that has to be poured back into me, and I wasn't getting that. So I'm not saying that, like, I, you know, I don't still have that big dream, but I think that from, like, just, just honestly, bro, just, like, being a bank and me and some people shaking their right hands, I'm just like, the money is elsewhere. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm, I'm selling out for the money or whatever. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. But, but you learn money is not, not everything. Right. Money is not everything. And the money will come, especially if you, you know, follow your dreams and sign a third. And I'm just being, like, like, I'm just being honest with you, bro. I, it'll probably take me longer to do that because I just want to take, like, a little excursion and go, like, the financial advisor route at mm. some point. Like, just to, just to get my license certification and stuff like that to be a financial advisor. Like, I, I kind of want to do that before I, I get off, you know, I get back into that on my own thing, maybe being a branch manager, different manager, all that kind of stuff. Because you, like, you really have to put your energy into the people that you work with and people who are under you. Because, like, at the management level, like, now it's not just about you. Like it's not like it's not about you meeting your goals or you know exceeding expectations. Like now you have to also make sure that the seven to ten to fifteen other people under you or the region that's under you is also excelling. That in itself is a lot of pressure. That in itself is of a headache. You know what I mean? And so I, I think in my youth I just want to focus on my development. Um, and then in the later years, like once I I, I feel like I've developed myself enough because. I can't, I can't, I can't help somebody else grow if, if I'm not growing, and so I just want to make sure that I'm not underdeveloped or underprepared for anything in the future. So, so where did all this 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 confidence come from when it when it comes to the way you move, the way you you know, the way you act? Where did that come from? Women. <laughs> no, um, the confidence to to be real, man. Uh, I would say. The confidence, I think, like, one day, one day I woke up, um, and this was actually back in college at, at, at University of West Florida. Um, I remember how I felt when people would tell me that uh, I'd, be, I'd, I'd be a great leader. Um, I should, you know, run for this position. I should be on the exec board for this. And I was always afraid of failing and having that responsibility behind my name like yeah i know i can do it but just in case i fail just in case i mess up i don't want to let anybody down so for like the longest time but i didn't want to be a leader i didn't want to have to wake up every day and be 110 percent better than i was yesterday and so like what gave me the confidence honestly bro it was just the people who was around me man it was just like yo like if, if, if they could do it then i could do it and if they believe in me like this much then why am I so afraid to be successful? Like, I realized that, like, it wasn't, like, the, the fear of failing. It was the fear of having to be great every single day. Like, just having that notion every day that I step outside of my dorm room, like, they're looking for me to be in a suit and be educated on every single topic or they want me to host this, this cab event or, 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 or to open mic night or this Oscar event. Or I have to have the highest, or not the highest GPA, but I have to have a high GPA so that I can look, you know, you know, you know what I mean? It's just the expectations, day, the expectation of it, like, and that in itself, like, like goes back to being like tiring and, and draining. And so I was so afraid of that. And like one day it clicked in my head. I was just like, like, Reef, like, you really afraid of success, bro? Like, what's your problem? Like, 
why are you not stepping up to the plate? Why are you not one those, you know, wanting that and, and, and pushing yourself past your mental limits? And so until like one day it, it, it really just clicked in me and I was just like, I could do it. Like there's 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 no turning back now. Like especially like uh in banking, like when you when you when you make a mistake and you mess with somebody's money, you're serious. You can get fired. Like you know, so, um so just 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 knowing that every day that I, I, I wake up, I'm on my way to work, I'm third, um I I have to be a hundred and ten percent better than I, like who I was yesterday or last week or last year, because every like every day is they're observing me today. You know what I mean? So I just want to wake up every day and exceed expectations. I just want to make my my family happy, my my friends proud. Um, I just don't want to let us down, us as black men and black women, us as UWF or black UWF graduates. You feel me? Like I just I, I I owe it to everybody to be as successful as people have thought I was gonna be, or as successful as I've envisioned for myself. And I want, you know what I'm saying? And like I want I want that same thing for. For anybody who I've met, I've shook hands with, we'd have had a conversation. Like I, I want that for everybody, man. And so the confidence is just just comes from knowing that we can actually do it. Like you know, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, <laughs> but we are <laughs> beyond measure, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it's it's literally that. Like that it, it, it's crazy how much you can actually accomplish if you realize that you can accomplish it, or you 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 already have the skills developed to accomplish it. And then you wake up, bro, and you start snapping on everything. Like, even things that you, like, you don't even know you were snapping on, you you, you getting praise and, you know what I'm saying, honor for and, and reverence for. So it just, I, this one day for me, I know personally, like, it just clicked in my head, like, I could be this, and I could do this, and I'm going to do this, you know? So, so who inspires you, man? Um, You know, it's crazy. I was, I was, I was thinking about this today, too. Um. I know, like people, people will probably give you know celebrities and famous people and rich people. Um, I would, I would honestly say, who inspires me is um, everybody. And when I say that, like I mean, like anybody. Again, like anybody who I've ever had a conversation with, who I've met, I've impacted your life, and 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 they've impacted my life. Because I feel like you can, you can always, you can, you can, you can learn from everybody. Like not just the rich, or or, or the famous, or whatever, or the you know. Um, stock traders and Bill Gates, or whatever. Like you can learn from somebody who you just sit next to at work. And by hearing their story, whether it's good or bad, <laughs> uh, like like that can literally like inspire you to to be better in your own life, or vice versa. Like you you know meet a celebrity one day and like you just have like you 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 meet your idol or whatever, and you have a conversation with them, and then they'll inspire you, bro. So I, I think honestly, like anybody who I can talk to, who I've met, I've shook hands with, we we've experienced life together. I've honestly like taken something from it. And learn either from their mistakes, my mistakes. Learn from their success or my success, and I try to embody like all of the good and positive traits of everybody, so that it just propels me forward. You know what I mean? So like, like tomorrow or whenever, like I can, like I can be that impactful in, in, in somebody else's life. You know, I, I can, I can kind of, uh, I guess, I guess you can say I can piggyback off that because I had a moment where uh, my very first job was at. Uh, was at Walmart, the big giant Walmart on the south side by uh, the Avenues Mall, bro. And I was put look, I was pushing carts, bro. And so I lived like yeah. I I lived on the west side, so you already know on the west side, like mm-hmm. on, off Collins Road. So there's no there's no mm-hmm. bus stop on that. At that time, there was no bus stop, so I had to take I had to take what had to walk all the way up from from the end of Collins down by Schindler 
walk all the way up mm-hmm. to to Blandon, and then find me a, mm-hmm. a bus station, a bus stop, or whatever. Take a two buses, right, and a two hour trip just mm-hmm. to get to to uh, Walmart. And mm-hmm. on that trip, right, and that that I had to go to the downtown uh, the downtown uh, bus station, and I sat there, and it was an old black dude, old black dude, and uh, mm-hmm. he was old, he was elderly, but he couldn't see, right. He, like his vision had had you know kind of gone, and I'm sitting there, and he asked me a question. You know, I, I didn't think he could see me or nothing like that, but he asked me a quick question, right? He was asking me about the the train or the the bus or whatever, and I you know I gave him the information and stuff like that. Cause me, I mean, I I have no, I'm not gonna be like you know get out my face, man. Nah, you know he just asked me a quick question, I asked him a question, mm-hmm. and so we start you know start talking, chatting it up, and. Uh, for a guy who who was blind, man, he had he has he had done so much, right? He, he what he couldn't see no more. He spoke with the wisdom that he had, which was which was to me is is so important because I I think everybody should should go and speak to somebody. No matter if they're homeless, no matter if they're the wealthiest person, no matter what whoever it is, just sit down and talk to him and just just mm-hmm. listen. And as I was listening to him, like. Found out he was part of the very first class of William M. Reigns, bro. He was one of the he was one of the very first uh, uh, dudes in the state of Florida who was black to get a to get a degree and to get a doctorate degree from FAMU. That's what's up. Like That's I met, and it was like the dude I'm sitting next to who looked like he you know life had had he had been through it in life had accomplished so much when I'm sitting right next to him and I'm just getting started. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 17, 18 years old and I'm just, you know, so much wisdom and, you know, that he, he inspired me when I came into that next year. Cause that next year, I, I mean, C100, we, that, that went to a different level snapped. that yeah. snapped. And I'll say, <laughs> I, I remember when I had somebody come up to me and ask me, it was like, what's the, you know, and it, it was in that year. So, you know, you have that audacity to ask me questions on why should I join C100? Man, I was I was in a I was at a different mind state. I was like, why should you join it? Why why aren't you in it? You know, like right. I had that mentality, and you know they were asking me questions. I was just like, look, if you want to grow, you want to be what you want to be. Like this is gonna be a good step for you, a, a, a wise step. Cause they they asked about money. They were like, man, you know, it's like, you know, I think dudes were like fifty dollars at the time period, twenty dollars. I don't know how much it was at the time. And I was like, bro, it's twenty dollars, but. Twenty dollars can get you a brotherhood. Twenty dollars can set you up to the next level. Like, what are you gonna do with that right. twenty? You gonna sit there and and, and do nothing but at waste this, it, waste it, right? And at this time period, right, we were doing stuff for the mayor. At this time period, we we're doing stuff for the entire mm-hmm. school, the entire city. Like, stuff was getting done. And I'm just sitting there, like, if you don't see what we're doing, then you don't need to be part right. of it. You, it like, if you, it, you know. And at the end of the day, like. They came out and was like, you know, I'm going ahead and join C100 because it looked like they doing something big over there. You, you dang right, we doing something big over here. Like, we people, people like a whole department stopped the entire day just to hear what we got to say. Like that's that's power. Mm-hmm. And I think to power, I think people misconstrued money, right? It's, it misconstrued the how how money's used and power. Like mm-hmm. power is 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 important, and I think. For, for the black culture, they must understand, like, that is what you need to gain. You need to gain power. Power to say yes or no. Power to make the decisions for for others, mm-hmm. other races, for one. Because everybody's making a decision for us. It's time for us to use the power that we have, gain some more of it, and use it properly. So when we do get the money, we have the money and the power to be put to put into the right places. 
So, and uh, if you, you know, had something to, you know, say to, let's say, the, the next man, you know, or the next young guy, you know, one of you that, that, that old wise man sitting at the at the bus station. <laughs> what would you what would you what would you tell that young man who's who's probably you don't you don't even know who he is. You just you just see him. Like what would you say what would you say to to him when it comes down to how to how to maneuver life so far, you know? Because you're you're still young. I'm still young. Like what would you tell him? Or her. Um or her, right? Uh <laughs> That that is a very big question. Uh, honestly, man, um, I would I probably say two things, man. I would say uh, the first thing would be um, only a fool don't change, and I I, I say that because I think that uh, people need to understand that like every day uh, every day you, you need to grow, like every day you you need to cut off uh, like you need to cut off that dead weight that you have on you from yesterday so that you can grow and propel forward. It's like a rocket, you know what I'm saying? Like when, when a rocket first takes off, it, it, it will not have everything that it, it took off with once it gets to a certain altitude. So you cannot move forward, you cannot excel if you're still holding on and you're not willing to change for the better you. I don't care if it's, you know, an hour time or a, a day's time, a year's time. Like you, you, you have to figure out what kind of changes you need to make to better yourself, better your situation better your finances, better your education, because it really is all on you. Like, if if you're working hard, can't nobody take that from you. You got a degree, can't nobody take that from you. There's going to be people who don't want to see you succeed, but um, hard work beats rumors and, and uh, defamatory speech and all that kind of stuff. So understand that, like, only a fool don't change. And the second thing I would say is... um. Uh, be a positive impact, man. Like I, I've, I've, I've gotten so far, like in, in my career. Honestly, if I could base it off anything, honestly, it would be my like positive attitude, man, about everything. Like whether it be at work, friends, family, just uh, you know, bus stop conversation. Like I'm, I'm, I'm always showing people that 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 positive side of life. I don't care what you're going through. Um, I don't care what's what's happened to you. I don't care if you, you know, what I'm saying, worst day ever. Like there's there's always something positive that 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 can be said or can be spoken into somebody else. Because life and death lies in the power of the tongue. And if you continue to speak negatively, think negatively, then negative things will happen, man. So remain positive about everything. Now I I know that that's easier said than done, but I promise you, like life life gets better, things get better. Um. That, that 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 positive impact goes a long way. I know that um, just from being in management, being in the the, the supervisor like leadership role, I didn't have the I didn't have the opportunity, nor did I have the leeway of ever coming into work and being anything other than great or other than positive. Because when you do, that shows that you are now controlled by your emotions. That shows that you can't handle a serious management position. Like, I didn't have the leeway of uh, not being happy, not being positive, or, or, or not being impactful. Um, and I see, like, I honestly see it now, like, even in my, like, current position, um, where I've, like, I've, I've literally been with this company for maybe, what, since September? You know what I'm saying? So it, it's only been a couple of months, but just the way that I walk, just the way that I come in, like, people thought that I've been working here for years, people or people think that I'm the, 
you know, the top dog in the brand or whatever, or, or I'm the I'm the, the manager. You know what I'm saying? Like just just off the attitude and the energy that I I uh, give off. You know what I mean? So just two things, man. Only a fool don't change. So figure out the change you need to make to better your life and and and, and to truly gain your success. And just always remain positive about anything, man. Like that will that will help you become steadfast in, in anything. You know what I mean? So that's me. <laughs> hey, hey, man! For one, I like to uh, again thank you for jumping on here on the on the On My Way podcast because it's, I know there's so many people out here who needs to hear hear hear, hear, hear these words, man. Wow, stuttering on that one. <laughs> man, but, yo, yo, word up, word up, bro! I just want to say that I'm proud of you, man. I don't I don't know if you haven't heard that today or whatever, but if I'm the first person to tell you today that I'm proud of you, bro, I'm proud of you, and that's on everything that like you know. I've seen you since the college days. You feel me? Like I remember when, when, when all y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I literally remember when everybody first came to UWF. You know what I'm saying? And we were all trying to find our way, figure out who we were, and like just, just to see how far you've come. Like I remember all of the struggles you went through, just with all of the business classes and 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 trying to get our degrees and stuff like that. Like how much stress you went through, and then seeing seeing you after graduation like again like knowing what you want to do and just in a couple months of you know uh getting it and like into your career field you understand like you're not a corporate puppet you know what i mean so like you have the the the, the podcast and the, um uh sports broadcast with the uh, sports hungry you know brand and a team and then your girl's doing great like bro like i i think that you like you you and everything that you're doing is like such a role model and like i i I want you to understand that, like, you honestly, like, impact a lot of people. I don't, I don't like, and I don't know if, like, you know that. I don't, I, like, I don't know if you, like, self-reflect on that each, like, each day, but I think that you're reaching a lot more people than, than you realize, bro, and I just want you to, again, continue to stay positive, figure out the change you need to make, and you see how I'm, I'm sliding that in there, but honestly, bro, I, I'm, I'm completely proud of you, man, and everything that you've done, and just having the confidence to, to start your own business. Having the confidence, you know what I'm saying, return of the juice. Okay. The confidence to <laughs> um, the confidence to just do everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Thank like, you, man. Just to, do everything, just to do everything that you've done. Because it, it, it really takes confidence in knowing that people will support you and they won't support you. Like, to, to, to start your own business, to start your own podcast, start your own brand. Like, there's, there's millions of people out there who are just afraid to tell their own friends that they, like, they want to quit their job and start a business. <laughs> a million people out here who 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 won't even tell like their spouses or their families like yo like I've been thinking about this idea like what you think about it because of the fear of changing their identity or feeling like they're quitting or they have to start over like bro that takes a lot of confidence in itself man and so if I can say any last words right now in this podcast was I'm proud of you man on everything thanks bro man that that, that touched the heart man because. I'm be real, man. It's, it's, there's nights, there's days where I'm just like, am I doing what I need to do? Am I, am I following right. what, what, what God want me to follow? At the same time, you know, I know one of my biggest influence in life has been my, uh, my grandfather, and uh, he passed away in 2010. But, you know, I know that, you know, he lived his life doing everything he had to do for other people, and towards the end of his life, he was trying to do start doing more stuff for himself to, you know, maybe set the family up in another way but he wasn't able to accomplish all that stuff but i know he lived a, he lived a, uh, a tough life and he wanted me to go further and do more so you know i understand like he he didn't get to the college area i understand he didn't get his degree and things like that and my goals 
or to 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 elevate my family, elevate my my culture, you know, because I didn't really realize my culture until I got to college, and so I didn't really you know understand the importance of it until I got to college because I was in I'm from Jacksonville, so most of my school is either I'm black and I still mingle with white kids anyway. It wasn't like it was we weren't friends, so I didn't really see the the impact of it until I got to college, and you know for me I like you know thank you. And and the the impact you've had on me because at the end of the day, bro, like I said, man, you never know who's watching. I'm, bro, I was watching like a hawk, like, dog, what do I need to do? What I need, how, how I need to, what I need to do to get better, bro. And I, I, I sit down every day and I, I you know, I kind of ask myself, what do you need to do better? You know, does it does the change happen overnight? Nah, it never happens overnight. But the, the fact that to go in that direction to make that change. You know, that uh, Michael Jackson, you know, the man in the mirror. <laughs> hey, man, that was, hey, that was a clean song, and it, it means it, it, it means a lot to me because in order if I can make the changes, I got to look the man in the mirror, bro. And, I, hey, I thank you a lot, bro. Thank you a lot. Those those words, man, they, they pump me up even further, man. And, um, <laughs> like, hey, welcome, same time, man, I am proud of you as well, bro. Proud of you because, like I said, Duval Exxon is, 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 is huge for me. And I, I want every kid who's in Jacksonville, every kid who's in Pensacola, and every kid who's in Florida or Georgia, no matter where you at, that you know you can make a difference. No matter if you're black or white, but you can get out. You can make a difference. You can see the world. You can do what you want to do as long as you you make the you know make up your mind. Just like you know, bump it. I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I'm just like the the yeah. Nike slogan, "Just do it." You know, it 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 holds strong. If you just do it, stuff starts to happen. Mm-hmm. You know the engine don't move if you don't move. That's right. So, but um, that's what we got here, man. Hey, for one again, I like to thank my dog Sharif for hopping on the On My Way podcast with you, with his boy. And um, that's it, man. Anytime, anytime. Hey, trust me, bro. Trust me. We're gonna have some more conversations on here, man. I got a lot of stuff going planned for 2019, and uh, it's just just mm-hmm. it's only the beginning for uh, for the podcast, man. So. All I got to say is we out.